we're back. back from last month. We're back from last month. It's we're true. Back. It's our free episode. I know our monthly recap of our lives. Our ad-supported episode. Mm-hmm. We are. Um, if you're new to Stay of Homekins, the podcast. Welcome. Let's break it down. My name is Paul F. Tompkins. My name is Janie Haddad Tompkins. I'm a comedian. I'm an actress. We are a married couple living in Los Angeles, and this is our after-dinner podcast. We do it on the second Friday of every month. And nobody can tell us not to. Yeah, and we also have some bonus content. We can tell you about later. That's true. We don't we don't need to get into that right now. <laughs> we don't need come on. Let's have fun. Let's do business later. Can you believe it's February? Uh, oh, by the way, it's a leap year. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, happy birthday to all the leap year babies. Oh, my God. That's you know how so... it's like, you know, you're in school and then... I know. They're like, you're four today. Oh. But actually, you're older than that. Because it's a leap year. Yeah, I can't do that math. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, Paul, how are you? Oh. My first name. I know. <laughs> I never do it. I never. We you took were, an You know oath. what? You <laughs> got into a, a phase where you were doing it a lot. Mm. And it was just the two of us. But and you it bristled. was very, uh, it felt weird. So I think I dropped it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, it is your name. It is my name. Okay. What do you prefer? We have our little pet names for each other, and that's fine. That's true, our little pet names. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's funny how you don't really hear your own first name that much with the people that you see often. Mm. Like, if you run into somebody somewhere you haven't seen in a while, you sort of have to say their name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if it's somebody you see frequently, like when I go record Freedom... We don't say our names to each other. You know what I mean? I we don't say, say, hi, Scott. I say my name to people I haven't seen in a, in a long time to, like, alleviate the weirdness. <laughs> of seeing each other again? <laughs> yeah. But it's a thing you're expected to do. You're expected to say your name. You think? Absolutely. I do it as, like, a politeness thing. Here's why. Well, that's... I mean, you're expected to be polite. Yes. Here's what made me think of this, is that when we were in San Francisco. Spoiler alert, we were in San Francisco. I don't know if that's a spoiler. <laughs> Previously on, we were in San Francisco, but nobody knew about it. I was going into my show on Saturday night. Okay. And as I walked in... There were three friends of mine who had attended the previous show and were just leaving. And I saw them in the lobby. And I did not say their names because I see them frequently. But there was another person that I knew, that I knew him, hadn't seen him in a while, and could not remember his name. But I knew he was somebody that I knew. And so I said hello to him Man, very warmly. It's the worst feeling. But I, I, it felt very obvious you know that I wasn't saying come, his name. You know it's going to come to you like 20 minutes later. It still hasn't. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I know this person online, and I've never said their name out loud. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm going to go look it up real fast in the bathroom. There's also the thing of when you meet somebody online that you know from online and you are tempted to call them by their handle, which is not necessarily yeah, like, their name. Like Garbage Pail Baby or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Tits McGee. Wait, did you actually meet Tits T- McGee? Titsy, 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 titsy. <laughs> Titsy, titsy, titsy. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, like, titsy, titsy, titsy. Titsy, 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 titsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, I know you, like, I interact with you. Titsy, titsy, hello. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Well, so tell us about your month. You went to San Francisco. First of all, what'd you think of the atmospheric river? We kind of missed most of it. We went to San Francisco know, it was for like Sketch raining Fest. Raining in San Francisco, it, it, yes, it was happening raining, up there. It was, ha- it was raining up there as well, um, which we experienced. Uh, none of it was as bad as we were told it was going to be. Although in San Francisco, that last night there was crazy wind as well. Yeah, but in, it was bad in certain areas. Like some people's homes. I'm saying what we witnessed personally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I'm not saying nothing happened. Like we were still able to fly back from San Francisco on Monday from from San Francisco to Los Angeles. Yeah. And I was still expected to go to a Verizon commercial, which I didn't get a call back (laughs) for. Which I was a little like annoyed because I was like, okay, you made this Verizon commercial audition in the middle of the atmospheric river. They literally were begging people not to drive on the roads. Yeah. And I'm like, why did, like schools were closed. Yeah. And you're like, you really cannot reschedule this Verizon commercial? It was raining when first we landed, call, right? This first call? Yes, it was raining. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, I guess I'm driving. And I was like driving like 10 miles an hour because there's potholes everywhere. Yes. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to blow out a tire because you blew out a tire this time last year mm-hmm. on the potholes. And uh, then I go in. I go to this Verizon commercial. I look like shit. We just landed from San Francisco, and I'm like, you know, a drowned rat or whatever. And then, yeah, no callback. Okay, fine, whatever. I'm not... (laughs) I don't think you look like shit. I think you looked very put together. Well... Especially considering the tight turnaround. (sighs) And I did not envy you. Yeah, well, whatever. I don't know. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Well, I love you. So I love you too, babe. So what do you want to get up into, babe, hun? Well, San Francisco. I'm not saying your name. <laughs> San Francisco was a lot of fun. Um, I did two Variatopias, um, and then I did a show called Comedian Feud, which is family feud with comedians, hosted by Jackie Sneal. Then I did Spontorco, which was a lot of fun. Me, uh, uh, Eugene Cordero, Tony Newsom, and Jenna Varney. We had an interview guest named Chelsea Weber-Smith, who hosts a podcast called American Hysteria, and she was really cool. She was really a great interview, and it made me want to check out her podcast. Cool. And then Sunday, we did The Neighborhood Listen Live for the first time at Sketchfest, and it was really, really fun. Really? Yeah. Good. Yeah. I so hopefully, we'll get to do it again next I year. I only attended Variatopia and Comedian Feud. That's Correct. I did see some stand-up, though, while I was there. Yeah, you did. You went off and saw a stand-up show. Yeah, sometimes I float around San Francisco, you know. Then everyone's like, oh, you guys have to do your podcast here. And I'm like, how? (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine doing this show live. We would not be able to do the podcast as it stands. No. Live. Like, we'd have to, like, have someone on. I also don't know who would want to see that. 
just the two of us talking to each at other. At each other? <laughs> we don't talk at each other. Well, but we're talking at each other's faces. Yes. Meaning like, where does the audience fit into that? Yes. We couldn't do this on stage. That's- this configuration. I'm never going to be in profile for an hour to the, to an audience. <laughs> it's like, that's a good point. Yeah, it doesn't really translate to like a live. Do you know what? The only way we could do it. <laughs> what? what? Is if mean? we are on a revolving platform on stage. Like how fast would it go? It'll go slow. Like, you know, uh, <laughs> revolving restaurant speed. Oh my god! I would. That's cool. They. I saw a play this past summer in New York that was fucking rad called The Doctor, and they had like a revolving, like stage Love situation it. going on. Love it. They also had like this hanging, almost like a terrarium. It's like it wasn't a terrarium. That's not the right. But like a <laughs> little a lie? glass box. It was a glass, uh, like a glass box. Mm-hmm. Hanging over the stage mm-hmm. that like someone was like drumming to the like accompanying the am I remembering this I properly? Don't know because I cannot picture what you're talking about. Someone was hanging in a glass box over the stage. The person playing. was in the box. Yes. And they were playing what? A drum? I think they or were they were drum- like hitting the box itself. No, a drum. A drum. And that was the only music. It was like a because it was like a tense play right so it was like scored with like Mm. crazy like beats and like intensity and stuff but it was not distracting no okay no and that was the only accompaniment musical accompaniment okay i feel like um i might have to google some things because i feel like i'm explaining something that i don't have fresh memory of because it was a year ago no six months ago but but, oh, that's right. It was summertime. Yeah, but like, allow me summertime, to explain my memory. Please allow me to introduce myself. Please allow me to explain. <laughs> like, A, COVID. I've had COVID. B, I've had some things be different as a woman in my body mm-hmm. <laughs> that apparently can impact your memory. Sure. So, things are going on. Not that feeling in my body. (laughs) (laughs) Do it some more. Who was that again? Sing it again. Not that feeling in my body. I don't remember this one. Fuck. Who was that? All I've been singing all week is, you got a fast car. I know, fast car, very much in our minds. We saw that performance on the, was it the CMAs? What was it? The Grammys. The Grammys. The Grammys and Tracy Chapman comes out, and that was very exciting and very. We moving. watched it in San Francisco in the rain in our hotel room, mm-hmm. and it was the night before. As the hotel was buffeted by the winds, it was really crazy. Yeah, it really was. All right, so anyway, um, my memory is such like sometimes I don't like. Are we all suffering from this? I hope it's not just me. It's probably not just you. Like, here's the thing: it's not that I'm forgetting things. It's that everything feels dreamlike mm-hmm. in my life. <laughs> like to the point where like I'm explaining something to you. Like I saw this play and this is what happened in the play. And I can kind of see, see where I'm sitting in the theater. I can see like the stage. Mm-hmm. I can see the actors. I can, I remember what the play was about. Mm-hmm. I remember all this stuff. Mm-hmm. 
But now I'm describing to you someone hanging in a glass box playing the drums, and that seems that sounds made up. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. <laughs> but like, I don't think it was. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm just having like I feel like we're at this like sensory overload societal moment. Mm-hmm. Do you hear someone outside I do, on I our do. porch? Get away! I heard something and it's creepy. Yeah, I think it was our neighbors getting out of their car, and we heard the but doors. It sounded like they were like we the... in, on our porch. No, it didn't sound that close. We got back from San Francisco. We didn't have hot water. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, my God. What are you doing? That's right. That's right. Like, this week has been a fucking nightmare. Yeah. I did a drive to... So, so like, the, suddenly we don't have hot water. This hot water heater we, I guess, bought seven years ago, eight years ago. Like, I thought it was the rains. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. It just was the heater itself. Was that what they said? They were like, well, I was like, oh, maybe there's like a pilot light that got flooded or whatever. Mm-hmm. So these guys come out. <laughs> <laughs> these guys come out and they're like, you don't have a pilot light. It's an igniter and the igniter is like bad. So they're like taking it apart and they had to call like the manufacturer. So they're on hold with the manufacturer people for an hour in the rain holding yeah. an umbrella over the... Hot water heater. They wouldn't come in. I, so I kept saying, I was like, guys, come in. Like, and they were like, no, we opened it. And it's, if it gets wet, it's going to flood it. And we have to like be on hold. I'm like, well, then close it. <laughs> like, screw it back together. Mm-hmm. Come in the warm. And then they're like, no, but they're going to ask us to like do all these tests. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I said, I was like, okay. I was like, they made you wait. They can wait one minute. Or and they're like, no, no, we're fine, we're fine. So they stood out there, and then they, like, were about to leave after an hour. They're like, we don't know. Like, we can't get through. And then right as they're telling me that, someone comes on the line. Because <laughs> it was just like this hold music. And then they're like, hey, are you there? And then they're like, oh, my God. So then they go through this troubleshooting out in the cold rain with the mm-hmm. umbrella. And they were like, it's, you need a whole new unit. But it was still under warranty. Mm-hmm. So then they call the next day. This is a story for is this a story for the podcast? <laughs> Maybe not all the details are crucial. <laughs> <laughs> so we go and have a shower at Mike and Catherine's. Well, who, first who I you had might to, know from I had to shoot something oh, yeah. the next day and we woke up to find there was no hot the water. Wa- yeah, yeah. And I thought, okay, well, I'm just gonna have to tough it out and take, and a, take cold a cold shower, shower. Which I've done before. But that must have been in the summertime because when I tried to do this, it was just impossible. So I had to do that thing where I washed my hair in the sink and shaved with cold water and... It was, yeah. it was very the unpleasant. The water was so cold. Oh, it was- and I'd gone to the gym. I started going to the gym again. And so I was like, I just can't wash my body the right way. Right. So sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I did the like, best I could. It was like so, because the water, because it was so cold in LA and then, which is not like freezing, freezing, but it's freezing enough. Like, I know it's like not the same as like living in like blizzard, like Minnesota yeah. or whatever. But like people don't understand, like it gets weirdly like desert mm-hmm. cold, like yeah. where it chills, like it chills you to your bone kind of. In I fact, it's cold as hell. 
<laughs> Wait. I'm, now the rest of the song is like... That's right. As a kite tonight. Our old, our old friend Rocket Man. Rocket Man. But I don't feel I've ever known. So there, so yes. so then there is like so I had to go. So the next day they called and they're like, "Listen, lady." <laughs> I mean, they weren't like that. They're like, but they were like, "Lady, I hey mean, bitch." <laughs> they were like, "Hey bitch." Shh, first of all, shut up. <laughs> they're like. Work, you gotta work. Bitch. You gotta work, bitch. You gotta work, bitch. And I, they're like, listen, like, you gotta go. There's a unit in Glendale. <laughs> That's what I've heard. <laughs> That's what she said. They're like, there's a unit in Glendale. You gotta, like, you, you gotta go get it. Basically, they were like, if you go get they make it. They it sound like a big adventure. You have to be the one. <laughs> They were like, if you go to the plumbing supply place, then we can get this in your house, Mm -hmm. like, faster. Yeah. And I'm like, I got you. Mm -hmm. I got you. Don't Mm -hmm. worry. And they're like, are you sure? Because, like, you'll save yourself, like, $200. I don't have to pay labor. These guys running around. And I was like, no, I got you. I'm going. I'm going to the plumbing (laughs) supply. So I, I throw on whatever sweatshirt. I go to the plumbing supply place. Over the fucking train tracks, <laughs> down the like, the like corridor tracks. of like <laughs> warehouses, like whatever yeah. supply this supply. Near that Tru- one old man scary house. Trucks, who's scary? <laughs> that one old man. <laughs> so they, they was like, tra- I pull up in my fucking electric car, my woke car, into <laughs> in, in in this plumbing supply place. I go in, and and they were basically like, here, here's the deal. You're gonna have to buy this hot water heater. Mm-hmm. But then when we're going to take the shitty one down and then you're going to have to take back the shitty one and they'll refund you mm-hmm. what you paid. And I'm like, oh, no sweat. Which they did today. No, this, this is part of the story. It all happened oh. in one day. When were they here? Two days ago? I got a notice of a refund. Well, because they were probably just hit the, it probably just hit the credit card two days later. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. So it did happen today. Well... <laughs> The transaction completed today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying anything that makes your story not true. <laughs> I'm just letting you know it happened. A transaction <laughs> from two days ago apparently completed today. Yes. According to to your email. So, yes. So in my emails. <laughs> so I go inside, like it's 9 a.m. I am the only woman mm-hmm. in this place. And this place is fucking crawling with plumbers. Okay? Like, this... Would huge- you say it's the most plumbers you've ever seen in one place in your life? Oh, 100. Okay. 100. All right. It's good to have that as There's a There's, like, plumbers lined up with their pipes and their fucking fittings and their this and the that. And I They're t- just holding plumbing <laughs> equipment? Yes. That's where they go in the mornings. To but are they, so they're checking out or are they just... They're checking out. They're go, uh, roaming up and down the aisles, grabbing their stuff. Mm-hmm. They're standing in their big work boots <laughs> and there's like plumber looking guys on the other side of the counter. You take a number. Mm-hmm. So I'm literally the only woman in there in my... 
Did they just call out woman? <laughs> woman? <laughs> <laughs> they should have. They should have. Number 29, woman. <laughs> like, and like when the plumber guys called me and said the unit was in Glendale, uh, they're like, I called, I checked, they have one. And I'm like, I'm on it. Mm-hmm. I'm out like a light. I'm there. They call I'm my, out like a light. <laughs> I'm out like a, like a like laser. A like a shot. And I go, they call my number. <laughs> like I, they tell me I got to go there. I fall asleep. I fall asleep. <laughs> I go My there. fight or flight response. I got there. I'm like one of those goats. <laughs> and I'm like, I need this unit. I need this unit. <laughs> that is what she said. <laughs> and then he, go, he goes, you know, you're going to have, he's like, do you have the, the, the shitty one? And mm. I said, no, it's on my fucking wall. But if I can take this, the, if I could get this new one to the guys, they're going to give me the shitty one and I'm going to bring it. Back to you, I can bring it to you today. And he was like, okay, because I had to have the, the bad one to give you the... I was like, I got it. Just put mm-hmm. it in writing. Let's do it. So he starts taking all my information, okay? Mm-hmm. He starts taking all my information. He's getting up in there. I've got the reference number for the warranty, the part, the this, the that, the whatever external, not internal. Like, it's all this information mm-hmm. that I'm like, hold, he's like got my iPhone in his hand, scrolling the text, I looking at the fo- iPhone in his hand. He's like magnifying the photos, like to look at the serial numbers and like punching shit in. It's like minority report. <laughs> yes. We just sold that unit an hour ago. <laughs> I forgot that part. Already. He goes, it's showing up in the computer, uh, but he's like, there's a discrepancy, and I don't understand. So then he's calling the other guy over. So plumbers, then, I need you. And all of a sudden, there's like plumbers assemble. <laughs> there's all these plumbers <laughs> around. These all these plumbers around the computer. And you saw all of their ass cracks. <laughs> They're like, all the discrepancies. It's like, oh, the guy, he just took your unit. I can remember him. He was just in here an hour ago. Then the gray ponytail guy comes and he's like, you got to go. You got to go to Van Nuys. He's like, they got three in Van Nuys. And then the other kid was like. Is that a guy that works there? Yeah. The gray ponytail guy? Gray ponytail guy was like. And then the kid was like, well, there's one in Hollywood that might be closer for you. And I'm like, I don't know. Is there parking? Yeah. And exactly. he's like, and then Grey Ponytail guy was like, nah, there's no parking in Hollywood. You got to go to Van Nuys. You just hop on there. I was like, you're right. He's right. I'm going to fucking go to Van Nuys. Thank you, GPT. They call Van Nuys. They're holding one of the, one of the. <laughs> Hi, Cuckoo. <laughs> cuckoo. Cuckoo. So then I go to the um, identical plumbing supply place. In Van, Van Nuys. I mm-hmm. hop on the freeway. I'm driving. Is it the same chain? Yeah, it it's chain? like okay. the same Ferguson, mm-hmm. if you must know. Shout out to Ferguson. Shout out to Ferguson. Ferg, Ferg. They eventually get you what you need. Fergie. <laughs> so I go out to Van Nuys. I take a number in Van Nuys. There's, now there's just like valley plumbers everywhere. Like oh, just valley. No. <laughs> They're just like all over the place. And then they like you didn't tell me there were valley plumbers there. I'm so sorry. There were valley plumbers, and then they were like, didn't know what number we were on because I guess like the system is you take the number, but they're not clocking the number on their side of things. They're just sort of like shouting out numbers. Just see if they get lucky. (laughs) 
Yeah. 12? And I was 80? like, I'm 189. And then suddenly, like, two people materialize. And this one guy's like, I'm 163. And I was like, what did you get here, like, three hours ago? He's like, I went shopping down the aisles. He's like, I was looking around. And I was like, all right, go ahead, buddy. So then finally they helped me get the thing, the unit in. I bring it back here. The plumbers show up. They give me the bad one. I haul it back to Glendale. And I guess the transaction just got processed two days later. Mm-hmm. So that's what ha- That's my story. It's a great story. We is did, it though? We did. It's, I know this. It's is, a story for the ages. Mm. We did have to shower at uh, our friends uh, Catherine, Catherine and Mike's Mike. house. Shout out to, Shout Catherine, out to Mike. Catherine and Mike. You might review. know their famous podcast. Very famous. Three minute review. That's correct. Um, with their friends of the pod. They are friends of the and pod. And our pod is friends of their pod. That's right. We're sister pods. We're sister pods. <laughs> let me say this. First of all, they were very nice to let us shower. They have a great shower. That shower head and the water pressure nice, was Nice hot great. water. Very hot water. Very hot water. Luxurious. Yeah. Then we visited a little bit. They have this dog named Georgie, who is an adorable dog. Georgie is sweet. That looks like Chris Christopherson. <laughs> now she does. She's always she, kind of, she's always mostly looked like well, Chris Christopherson. She was a she got one bad more haircut. useful. Useful. No, she always did. She always had a little beard and a mustache. Okay. <laughs> but I love Georgie, and Georgie actively does not like me. That's not true. It is true, and it really hurts my heart. You you know what it is? You're a tryhard with Georgie. Georgie I, I thought res- about that. Georgie doesn't respond to tryhards. I thought about that, and I thought, I'm going to have to ignore Georgie and see if that makes a difference. Here's what I think happened. I though. just, like, allow Georgie to come to me, and a lot of times she will just come and, like, snuggle up next to my lap. Okay. You Not when y'all were around, but, like, it happens a lot. You don't have to rub it in. I'm just saying. I mean, I was giving her treats, and she was taking them from me and then going away and eating them and then coming back for more if I held them up. She's really Catherine's dog, and I think she likes women, maybe. But here's what happened. Not long after I first met Georgie, at their house, I accidentally stepped on Georgie's foot. Oh, I forgot. And I feel like Georgie has remembers. held that against she me. She fucking clocked I think shit. she remembers. She sees me, she's like, she oh, the no guy way. who stepped on my foot. The, the closest we ever got was that Thanksgiving that we had here during quarantine... And we they were in the freezing backyard. Yes, that and one. They, they gave me a bag of treats, and I was just that feeding was not Georgie. Thanksgiving. What was that? That was a random quarantine dinner we had in the backyard. Because at yes, Thanksgiving, that in the was backyard, the Canadian the 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 Canadian Women's American Canadian American Women's Association. Why do we call it that? Because we had three Canadian women coming to dinner. Well, there only one. There was only one Canadian woman, and that was Catherine. Because when they brought Georgie for dinner, it was just Mike and Catherine. You're thinking of a different. Oh, dinner. just the four of us had dinner one time. Yes. I guess I didn't remember that. Yes. I'm sorry. It was during court. There, all of these sorry took to place couple. in the backyard. The dinner with Mike and Catherine, and the Canadian dinner party, and the Thanksgiving okay, I all took place now. in the backyard. I understand now. Yeah. Anyway. The other attendees are not important. No. What is important is I fed Georgie treats all night, and she eventually let me pet her. This is after the, the foot. 
This is after, well after the foot incident. Okay. And then she let me play with her a little bit because she year, likes to be chased. What year do you think the foot? The Olympics, whenever the Olympics were. Oh, it was that night? Yeah. I stepped on Georgie's foot. Oh, man. And she's held that grudge. <laughs> and I apologized. Mm, she's still, but she doesn't trust you. No, she doesn't trust me. And it's like, what? It's been many she days since the last work, foot incident. She needs to work through her trauma. I don't think she's working that hard. <laughs> I don't think she's working through anything. I think she's just crossed me off her fucking list. And it hurts. It hurts bad. I, don't, I think you gotta, you have to play a little harder to get. That's just how life works sometimes. <laughs> like sometimes you have to be like elusive. Yeah. Sometimes no means yes. I get it. <laughs> no, no. That's not what I meant. <laughs> no, no, no. I read you loud and clear. <laughs> that is not what I meant. When's the last <laughs> time you took a cold shower? Um, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Mine was a couple of years ago, the last time we had <laughs> some kind of plumbing We're issue. very fortunate to have... Well, I will say this. Some, I really like hot showers, mm-hmm. so I go a little overboard, okay? Mm-hmm. And there are some showers where I have to turn the water cold at the end, <laughs> To re-regulate my internal temperature. I will tell you. That's how hot I go with showers. If I had taken that cold shower the other day, I would still be feeling it in my bones today. I know. That was... And then people do that polar bear plunge shit. They're all in the cold cold plunge shit. Cold plunge. Come on, guys. I've done the cold plunge before at a Korean... I haven't been to a Korean day spa in years because of COVID. Yeah. But I think they're all, you know, reopened now or mm. whatever. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Everything's open. It's like nothing ever happened. Well, I mean, you know, I guess pandemics fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what can I say other than, you know, nature kills? How about... Boy, isn't that true? <laughs> it really does. Loves doing it. Unless they hold office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you're a complete asshole, then you live forever. Then you're like, you know. And there's a million examples. Yeah. How long have we been going? Um, I don't like to look, but. I like to look. Mm, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do our, you want to bring everyone a, a wonderful word from our sponsor? Sure I do. We have a wonderful sponsor you might remember from January. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned and listen to our wonderful sponsor. How is your resolution to read more this year? I, you know what? On a related note, I the last time I looked at my Kindle app on my iPad, it said that my reading percentage has increased, which was nice. I like to read. Anyway, if you haven't done it yet, don't fret. Because you can always start right now. Check out The Resurrectionists, the debut novel from indie author Stephanie M. Braun. Fleeing an abusive relationship and in search of her estranged family, Jessica Chase finds herself in San Francisco when her former lover, a con man named Felix Rogers, follows her and she learns that her uncle's life is in danger. Jessica knows it is time to stop running and take action. 
Together with her brother, she forms a team and sets in motion a heist that becomes a race against the clock to end the threat from Felix once and for all. Set against the backdrop of Victorian San Francisco, that is a good backdrop! And filled with colorful characters, my favorite kind, the Resurrectionists... (laughs) The Resurrectionists... Follows along as a group of individuals become a team and work together to rescue a man buried alive and to find a sense of belonging with each other. Now, this book is a fast-paced heist where the score is saving a man's life. Fans of the Murdoch Mystery Series and Agatha Christie novels, as well as those who like watching heist shows like Leverage, will enjoy following along as the group works outside the law to help those in need. Now, guess what? It's gotten some good reviews. Fast-paced and smart. Love this page-turner! From Amazon. Fantastically woven story. This unique heist novel is very engaging. From Goodreads. Tightly constructed. Cleverly written. From Review. Fast-paced but richly detailed adventure makes this con within a con storyline a true... Con within a con? Come on! Storyline a true gem. Also from Goodreads. I'm calling you to action to get your copy at stephaniembraun.com slash store. That's stephanie, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E-M-B-R-A-U-N dot com slash store and use promo code HOMEKINS20 at checkout for 20% off any order. That is stephaniembraun.com slash store with promo code HOMEKINS20 for 20% off any order. Available in ebook and paperback. Well, Paul's got his weekend water. Apologies to our listeners. The I Got That Feeling in My Body song <laughs> is from Justin Timberlake. Ow. We certainly didn't mean to bring anyone down by calling to mind that proven creep. I guess he like uh, sort of said something last week. Like admitted that he was a creep or said, I'm not a creep. No, he's... I'm you. He- <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference to the oh, I'm not I'm not a witch. I'm you. What was the most name? something O'Donnell? The most successful political commercial oh, ever God. created. I know we reference it's what so a fucking good. moron. I'm not a witch. I'm you. People are calling me a witch. I have to make an ad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a witch. I'm you. I'm you. <laughs> I'm not a creep. I'm no, I guess he said something like I don't. Oh, what do I need to apologize for? Whatever, something. I, I'm messing this up. I now I want wow. you to Google it because no, I, I feel like I had heard something that he made some because all my comment after Britney's book came out, like some snide allusion to her or something somewhere. Like essentially, Britney's book. I think she maybe even like apologized to him or something. But like in the book, she describes this. Scary abortion that they went through, that she kind of went through, Mm -hmm. and like a teen pregnancy that they had or whatever. And it, and he, I mean, granted they were young or whatever, but he doesn't come off looking so amazing. Yeah, in in the book, Mm -hmm. you know, like he seems very like he comes off kind of callous and. I think he like breaks up with her like right when she's going on stage or something Mm crazy. I don't remember the book very well. And I I know I just read it. Remember how I said my memory isn't like failing me. (laughs) It's just Mm -hmm. like everything is sort of a dream. Like it's just swimming around in like a soup. Yes. 
that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think COVID did this to me or is it middle age? Uh, I know I'm like I don't think not COVID. very old. I, I guys. think that it's I'm not very old. But. I think it's the post-COVID thing for a lot of us, and I think that it's hard, at least for me. I don't know if other people are feeling this, but I feel like some people are. That it's hard to our our sense of time kind of got fucked up because we're living the same day over and over again for such a long time. I feel like we're still living the same... Like, the presidential election is going to be Trump and Biden mm. again? Such a drag. It's well, a we drag. don't know. I mean, that's still months away, yeah. but... Yeah. Someone could break a hip. It's not looking good, chaps. It's not looking good. I know that one... But I don't know if Trump will break a hip because he has a diaper to pad <laughs> his falls or whatever, but... It yeah. would be great if he fell in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it, it. I think he should fall on camera. So oh, that, that would be say, divine. Like on, like so that, and then people were like, "It's a deep fake," and everyone's like, "No, it it's happened live fake. or whatever." <laughs> it was a live feed at his rally or whatever. You know what I mean? I do. I don't know. Anyway, my point is, it's like. He did. Uh, so back to Justin Timberlake. He mm. said, so, like, someone was like, "Do you want to apologize for anything?" And he's like, "I guess for everything all the time, or something like that." Wow. It was, I'm. I, I. I think I should just like maybe Google it. Yeah. I'm just gonna Google it because I'm fucking things up. And do I now have to Google if someone was in a glass box playing a drum over that play? Or <laughs> you could do that on your own time, I guess. <laughs> I just don't want to mislead anybody. I enjoy- <laughs> Look, the play is closed. It's your word against theirs. It was such a good play. Um, I uh, I think there's also the don't forget the um, the Janet Jackson thing at the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know that he was a 100 percent a part of and never faced any repercussions whatsoever. Like he was the one that ripped the thing off her shirt. Um. Yeah. Like that was not a surprise. That was not you know like that no, was a planned le- thing. He left her like. He let like threw her out to the wolves. Yeah, they banned her, and he was like, uh, "What a shame." Yeah, yeah. He never said a word. But she wasn't right? supposed he to never said expose anything. like her whole boob, though. I think in the documentary she says it wasn't meant to show her nip. Like that, that was not the plan. She had fucking jewelry on her nipple. Of course it was. I don't think she had jewelry on her nipple. She absolutely did. She had like a big metal star thing. He says, Justin Timberlake told a New York audience that he'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely fucking nobody. Just days after Britney said she was sorry about comments in her book. Oh, wow. (laughs) What a piece of shit. And like, obviously, Britney has had some mental health stuff. Mm. And she's had a hard time. So it's like, you know, maybe just say, I wish her peace. Mm-hmm. I wish for her peace. Peace. Yeah. You know? Or say nothing. If those people are all there to see you, don't I think that acknowledging that and then acting like like a bully about it is terrible. 
Like you yeah. have you have an audience that's all come there to see you. You don't need to mention it. Right. You don't need to mention it. They're not there for you to vent your little fucking feelings. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're there to see a show. They're not even if they're expecting you to say something, well, don't what, give it to like, them. Like I don't understand the context of this. Like he was was he trying to be kind of badass or something? Yeah, like, I think he thought it was funny. I th- like, I think he was genuinely hey, Thanks everyone. Guess what? I just want to take this moment to apologize. I think to he was absolutely fucking nobody. <laughs> Hit it, boy. <laughs> Rock your body. <laughs> What's the song? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's Backstreet Boys. Wait, wasn't he in that? No, he was in NSYNC. Okay. Backstreet's back. All right. That's in his song? No, that's the Backstreet Boys. It's got Backstreet in it. <laughs> Why were they back? What Backstreet? They take the Backstreets? I, you know what? I don't know why they were the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I never questioned it until now. And now you got me thinking. <laughs> what was the, what was NSYNC? NSYNC was the same. <laughs> no, what was their song? Oh. Did they have a song? Bye, bye, bye. Was that them? Bye, bye, bye. Like that? It's like that? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think they had the video where they were marionettes. And the Backstreet Boys I had never the videos where they were famous monsters. Never saw it. And the one guy had to be a sexy mummy. <laughs> <laughs> he did? There was. Dracula. Mr. Hyde. How do you know this? I remember How this video. How the fuck do you know this? This video was so ridiculous. It was so <laughs> weird. It had nothing to do with the song. It was not a Halloween song. Was this the Backstreet song? This is the Backstreet Boys, yes. And the Backstreet song. And the Backstreet, Backstreet's back. All right. This song yeah. is the monster song. Everybody. That's their song. Rock your body. Back streets. Back. All right. Now, was that the Mar- Mark Wahlberg or Donnie Wahlberg? No, dear. No, 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 no. Mark, Mark Wahlberg was Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> what was their song? Couldn't tell you. Could not tell you. I remember thinking their name was very funny. When they were it's new. It's a pretty good name. I'd give him the name. Marky Mark and the, and funky. the funky Bunch. Actually, that's a, I give it, I give it up for the name. But do you think that, that they thought that name was funny or you think they thought that name was cool? If they thought that name was cool, that's embarrassing. Oh, for 100, they thought it was cool, but 100, it's funny. Yes. All right, so there's the sexy mummy. There's the sexy Mr. Hold Hyde. On, on. The two best costumes, if you want to be a sexy guy. Yeah. Vamp- uh, you know, Dracula and Mr. Hyde. Then you're getting Mr. into... Hyde. How do you know it's Mr. Hyde? How do you know? Because he had like a two-faced thing going on. He was like in Victorian clothing. Oh, okay. And like one half of his face was all green and monstery and the other I half was regular. I see. I see. So that's, that's Mr. Hyde. Yes. And also in, in monster context, you're like, these are all monsters. I get who he is. Got it. Okay. And I believe there was a mummy and a werewolf. And I don't remember if there was four or five of them. Because mm. you're only naming four. Yeah. I can't think of a fifth monster. A ghost. There was not a <laughs> just a guy. <laughs> sheet. Like a really tight sheet. Yeah. <laughs> spandex. A spandex sheet. Spandex sheet. Yeah. All right, so so Justin Timberlake. I don't know, man. 
He sucks. Fuck he that sucks. guy. There's so much pop culture stuff that needs to be left behind. Agreed. SNL. Oh, my God. They have fucking Nikki Haley on that show. Apparently. I don't watch it's, that shit. It's, no, I'm saying it's, it's. They had Elon Musk and Donald Trump. I know, I know. I just don't like. But here's the thing. I sh- they could you could still argue at the time. Yeah. Okay. Well, Donald Trump. He's everybody's talking about it. If you want to, if you want to talk about it from a just a craven TV production perspective, okay. it's like these people are famous and everybody's talking about them. It'll get a lot of viewers. Nikki Haley. What do you get out of Nikki Haley being on your show? Except. You're promoting her. You're giving her. You're giving her a platform to be like, you know, self-effacing and you know, correct the record on saying that America was not a racist country or whatever the fuck. It's like, no, she did that to herself. You don't need to help her. Why are you helping her? You know what I mean? And this is this is like Lorne Michaels, mm-hmm. who is this guy that's like, I Here will ban. Go. I will ban people from my show if they do something that they didn't tell me they were gonna do. Wait, he so, said that. He's done it a million times. Sinead O'Connor. Oh God. Yeah. So so he so he's very protective of his show, right? It's his show. He will not step down. He's been in charge of that show, except for maybe like one two years, where he was like kind of fired, and they brought it back, and then he came back. Almost fifty years. The show's been on the air. I hold on. Almost 50 years. So this guy loves the show. It's his baby. He's going to, you know, monitor every aspect of it. Yeah. But he's also going to prove, like, yeah, let's have Nikki Haley on. It was probably his fucking idea. Like, I don't understand how that happens and why that happens unless you are like, I want to either help the Republican Party. Yeah. Or I want to court controversy... At the at the expense of people's lives, essentially, you know. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Because you get to a point where you're so rich, you're yeah. so wealthy that you're above politics. You right. know what I mean? You don't have to think anymore about how this affects anyone because you are unaffected forever, for the rest of your life. Right. You know. Yeah. How many years does he have left on this earth? He doesn't have to care about anyone. Right. I mean, I think that, yeah, it's just this, to me, it's like, if you're going to have this platform, if you're going to have this thing Mm -hmm. where it's supposed to be political, Mm -hmm. I mean, that is kind of their thing, right? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. They're supposed to be counter- They've always done, quote unquote, political humor. But, but- I always thought when I was growing up watching it mm-hmm. that it was counterculture. That's what we were led to believe. And now I'm remembering, though, I remember they had like, you know, uh, the White House press secretary host the show one time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's fucking weird. Well, my watch is What's out going of battery. On? Oh, no, honey. What are you going to do? I don't know. I did the update. You go do the little charging. You going to charge it? I'll charge it later. Oh, the Apple Watch I bought you for Christmas in 2018. That's right. That's right. And now it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. No, it's been fine up to the last couple of days. 
And then mm. it's been running out of juice early. That's messed up. It's fucked up. They ought to do a skit about that on SNL. What if, um, what if, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> You're keeping things fresh. I was just sort of like, I don't know. I was thinking about SNL, but like the counterculture element, like I wish there was something that was counterculture. I do too, because they're definitely not counter. You know what it is? I remember when they did some sketch, like a, like a pre-recorded sketch about, that was all about Netflix or something and like viewing habits that we all have for Netflix. And there was something about it that was like, this is too much aimed at me. This is too much aimed at like a white middle-class person. Right. You know? And I felt like, I don't want to, I don't want to see this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is such a, like it's it's hard. It's with, not challenging. Is what it's saying. not challenging. It's, and it's, uh, it's like it's like it's the too opposite. comfortable. It's the it's, opposite it, of challenging. It shouldn't be for comfortable people. You know what I mean? Or it shouldn't be comfortable. Comfortable. People, comfortable people don't need comedy about the mi- the very minor inconveniences that they suffer. That's like comedy has to be about. You know it. It. It's fun when it's relatable. Yeah. But when you're getting into stuff like that, it just feels like gross to me, you know? But I feel like if you're going to poke at that, then you have to acknowledge how fucked up it is. Like that we're living in this time where, yeah, we're all like binging shit on our couches. Yeah, they don't, I know, but they don't, they. Sort of do that sometimes, but I haven't watched it in a long time. I haven't watched it either, so I don't know what I'm talking I ch- about. I watched it religiously for a long, long time. And I, I want to say I stopped. I can remember the last episode I watched in full. What was, was it? Jason Momoa was the guest host. So it was like Aquaman time, maybe? It was Aquaman time, probably. There was some sketch that was a, a Christmas sketch it was around Christmas time, and he and some other people were playing like elves, like elf on a shelf elves, or something like that. Okay. And it just—I can't remember what it was about that sketch, but I was like, I can't watch this anymore. I'm done. But let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Say you're in some movie that takes off <laughs> a year from now mm-hmm. or whatever, and they're like, you're on the award cir- circuit. You're suddenly <laughs> like in the. You're in the mouths of everyone. Right, sure. Everyone is talking about me. And uh, they ask you to host it. What do you say? I mean, I I think it would be very hard to turn down that experience, which, well, for like, sure. when I was a kid, I dreamed of being the host of SNL. What? Wait, 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 wait. What if they ask you to host it mm-hmm. and Justin Timberlake is the musical guest? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I probably would not I would I would probably still do it, but I would say I don't want to be in any sketches with that guy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why not? When you're the host, they treat you like gold. They do? Yes. Yes. Really? Yeah. The host gets to pick sketches that they're in. Do they get to write sketches? I don't 
think so. I think I think it depends. If you're like a real comedy person and yeah. you have an idea for a sketch, I bet you can probably bring that. But Wait, I let doubt me ask that that you this. happens. If you're on, so you're in some movie that takes off. You're in the award circuit. Yeah. You're in everybody's mouth. You're in the zeitgeist. Right. You, people can't stop thinking people about can't you. They stop want more, talking more, more. about you. You won a Golden Globe. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Your aunt. This you, almost seems cruel. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, you know, here you are there. And then they're like, Paul, mm-hmm. the, Lauren wants mm-hmm. you to host SNL. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, and they're like, Paul, we want you to trot out all of your comedy bang bang characters. <laughs> we want you to do the opening monologue as Tony right. Alimony. That now we want everybody you to- is caught up on since <laughs> you won this Golden Globe. They're like, I got to check out his podcast appearances and get familiar with his characters. No, they're going to do this clumsy monologue where you're addressing oh. the the living room audiences. Like, and of course, you know me as Tony Alimony. It's Alimony Tony. Al- <laughs> Can't believe you said it twice. Fuck. <laughs> and of course you know me as Alimony Tony. And then someone walks up from the cast and they're like, oh, "Hey, Paul. No, Alimony, this sounds hellish. <laughs> your beloved character on the pot on the known alt comedy podcast, <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang, Alimony Tony has had all of these wives." And then the camera cuts back to you, and you're suddenly in Alimony Tony outfit. And you're like, hey, it's me. I'm Alimony. I love being Alimony. Is that what you think he sounds like? (laughs) Okay, so maybe they won't ask you to do Alimony Tony, but the definitely, I mean, everyone knows who Androloid Rubber is. Everyone knows who Werner Herzog is. I know, but I. Are they going to ask you to do these characters? No, they're not, because nobody knows outside of the comedy Bang Bang audience. That I do those things. <laughs> no, but then they'll have actually Werner Herzog on the show. Oh, can I say this? <laughs> I hate that. And that was the thing that SNL started doing, and now they do it all the fucking time, which is to have the Sarah person. Sarah Palin with Tina Fey. Yes. The per- although, that, that notably, they did not appear on screen together. Okay. Like when she walked in, Tina Fey walked out. Uh, and I think that was her saying, I don't want to be on screen with her. Oh, really? Yeah. If memory, if memory serves. But they love to have a thing where somebody's been doing an impression on that show for a long time, and then eventually they get the real person to be there with them, dressed in the same clothes. And I, I don't like it. Larry David. Did they do that? Wasn't someone doing a Larry David? I have no idea. They should be, I guess. <laughs> But they did, like, Adam Sandberg used to do Nicolas Cage, and then, of course, they had Nicolas Cage on with him. I remember Will Ferrell did Alex Trebek, and then they had Alex Trebek come out. You know, I I don't like it. Because it ruins, first of all... Then you're... I I don't... I think the person that is being imitated, it's fucked up to make them stand there. It's awkward for them. Yes! And I guess that's the fun of it is the awkwardness. I don't is know. It? I don't get it. I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. But people seem to love it. They go crazy. And it's like, oh, my God, it's him and him. Okay, they're going to, when they have you on, they're going to have you be Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh, now it's when. <laughs> at the, um, 
they're going to want you to do a segment as Andrew Lloyd Webber at Weekend Update. Mm-hmm. Something where you're like, oh, the news, my dear boy. I feel like you're auditioning to do my characters on SNL. <laughs> <laughs> From your dim recollections of them. <laughs> Honey, that would be a show. If you... If you did like a half hour Jamie show, Jamie had at Tompkins presents yeah. all the characters of Paul F. Tompkins. You did a half hour show. First of all, it'd be horrible. That was like you doing four <laughs> characters, right? Okay, who? Which ones? That, I feel like I can maybe do J.W. Stillwater. Okay, what's he sound like? He sounds like ah, there's crime. It's <laughs> the closest one so far. No, it's like it's like oh, I gotta be some of this crime. Oh. Yeah, he's like Jack A. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, he's like I based him on Jack he's A. He's like, he's like, oh, is it crime somewhere? I'm G W Stewart. I'm fighting my crime. Oh, now here's the thing. All right. you hey. cannot do any research. Wait, okay, you can't so, look them up. All right, that's when G W Stewart. Give me another. You can't even you cake boss. Hmm. I could definitely do Cake Boss. Okay, let's hear it. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I'm Cake Boss. <laughs> I'm bit by Cake Bug. <laughs> wow. Got, wow. Oh, I'm going. I got to the second site. Oh. <laughs> cake Boss. That, you, you know what? That one you know. That cake one Boss. You know. I don't know, Scott. I just love cakes. <laughs> Okay, we're in a hurt song. Oh, that went okay. <laughs> I can do that. Okay, <laughs> okay. In a very dark place, <laughs> I crawl into the cave of my mind, <laughs> and I think about all the children. <laughs> who are crying, <laughs> begging for ice cream. <laughs> it is dark and cold. <laughs> That's pretty good. What <laughs> These about, are not good. What about Cal Solomon? These are not good. Do you remember who Cal Solomon is? Yes. Cal Solomon is part of... The sugar something. Don't tell me. Sugar Hill. Sugar. Am I close? You're very close. Sugar Hill Gang? That's correct. It's called Sugar Hill Gang? That's correct. And he just wants to be part of the Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> That's He's close. like, oh, let me please. I'm Cal Solomon, and I was there when the Sugar Hill Gang was invented, and I just want to be part of it. That's close. And I know how to rap. And so when I pick up the weekend water, it goes in my belly. And I go down to the Sugar Hill Gang. (laughs) I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) I'm not going to make you do it anymore. Do another one. That was incredible. Give me another one. God. (laughs) I'm trying to think of the other ones you would know. I know them all. No, you don't. There's ones that I've not done live that I've only done on Comedy Bang Bang. 
Like uh, Gary Marshall. Gary Marshall's a good one. How about that? Yeah. How does he sound? He sounds like, um, <laughs> he sounds like, oh, that was a movie I did back in the 70s when I created All in the Family. Wait, he didn't make All in the Family. <laughs> no. That was somebody that was else. <laughs> right, that was Norman Lear. Oh, Gary Marshall. He made comedy somehow. So- <laughs> Somehow. With somebody. No, he was a director or a writer. He was both. And he talked he about directing and writing. And he did uh, uh, <laughs> something about he had a daughter that made a league of their own. No, this is sister. His <laughs> sister. <laughs> <laughs> that was a much quieter version of the character than I do. Oh, I'm Gary Marshall. I love go. to be here. I do writing and directing and comedy. There you go. Scott, oh my God. I <laughs> Let me tell you about Hollywood back in the 60s, I swear. Where's my cigar? <laughs> now I'm just auditioning for Comedy Bang Bang, <laughs> which I don't want to be doing. <laughs> I don't know. I think, it, I think it could be interesting. No, I don't want... I don't... I. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Fair enough. I don't want to do it. Fair enough. What else? What else do you need me to do on SNL? <laughs> Wait, now you're on SNL <laughs> as you. I thought this was going to be like a UCB show. Now oh, you're wait. doing it on national wait, television. Wait, you want me to do a one-woman show of yes, your characters? Of my characters from memory. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck no. You by the way, for those for those wages, uh-uh. For those wages. UCB show wages, uh-uh. <laughs> Dynasty typewriter wages, no thanks. Dynasty typewriter, you can make a lot of money. You could or you could be doing one woman show of all of Duncan's characters and I mean, then if making- you if you sold out Dynasty Typewriter and you did a live stream of this show, you'd be happy with the money you got. It, I'm telling you right now, it wouldn't be enough money. No, that's true. I agree with you there. It wouldn't be enough I money. I agree with you there. Like, I would need a million dollars to do this. Well, folks, you heard her. <laughs> so donate. No. We need more subscribers no. on our Substack. We do. Please subscribe to weekendwater.substack.com, but mm. not because you want me to do a one-woman show of Paul's comedy being <laughs> characters. But do it because we have this awesome bonus content. We're actually doing recap episodes of Vanderpump Rules. So That's far, right. we're two in for season 11. Our first one had a special surprise guest. We've never had a guest on Stay of Homekins no, before. No, we never have. And it was John Hodgman who was staying with us he just at the happened. time. It was an accidental guest. And he was we the made accidental him do it. tourist. Well, here's what's really funny is he continued watching the show. Wait, what's, oh, wait, but also what our, some listeners might not know is he'd never seen one episode of Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. He knew nothing. And we'd binged all 10 seasons over the summer during the strike. So we were very caught up. He knew nothing. We told him nothing. Mm-hmm. We told him nothing. Mm-hmm. And then he watched it and he did the recap with us. And he had a surprising, Grasp. surprisingly good memory for everyone's names. That I was astonished. True. It took he, me a while to learn everybody's names on that show. 
he had um, a strong grasp of the dynamics. He did. And then he revealed to us that he watches the Below Decks series. He also texted me today and said, did you guys watch Below Decks? And I was like, <laughs> I haven't texted, texted him back. texted me as well. Uh, okay, it was, it was on text, the group. It dear. was a group. But we do side text outside of you, but that's not about Below Decks. You're my Decks. wife! <laughs> I'm Alimony Tony. Tony Alimony. I'm too tired to cuck. <laughs> that was on a... That was on a... <laughs> Our our bonus Are you episode. Tired of cock? <laughs> they, people don't know what that is. You no, to, they don't. It's a little teaser. It's a, so if you subscribe to weekendwater.substack.com and you listen to our very latest Vanderpump Rules recap, then you will know what Paul is referencing. You will find out who is too tired to cuck. Uh, that got a lot of feedback, by the way. <laughs> Did it really? Like Catherine texted me and she's like, Janie. You have to do a real voice. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then someone commented on our sub stack and said they really liked that segment. It was a little, it was just a little, it was just a little like a uh, riff. It's just a fun little riff. It was just a little riff. But are you saying two people is a lot of feedback? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I drove all over this fucking town to get our hot water heater this week. And I feel like I'm not getting enough R-E-S-P-E-C-T about it. Well, I mean, if you didn't say things like hot wetter heater. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, you would say hot water heater because you're from Philly. That's right. Hot water water ice. Oh, we don't have any hot water. You go, you, first of all, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even make it five minutes at Ferguson. (laughs) What would happen if I went there? What do you think? First of all, you would be ignored. (laughs) You'd have to take a number and they'd probably skip your number by accident. They'd see me as a beta male. (laughs) They, I think they would be like, sir, (laughs) you, you're in the wrong location, sir. (laughs) They'd be like, are you from the IRS? Are we being audited? Is this guy wearing stretch chinos? He's not one of ours. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> then, this is, uh, this is, I didn't tell you this detail, Ferguson. Uh-oh. So I looked to my right, and I saw the restroom door. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's got my iPhone, he's typing, he's like, it's going to take him a few minutes. So I was mm. like, hey, I'm just going to pop into the... Why did you have to have your phone? Because all my info was on my iPhone. All the, all the like 15 long digit numbers okay, okay, okay. were like on this photo of this. Yeah, because ser- all the- your other info is on the iPhone too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. He was like in my photos app. Right. I mean, not that there's anything in there. It's all a bunch of memes and cloud pictures, but <laughs> <laughs> like pictures of receipts and shit. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna pop over, I'm just gonna pop in the restroom real quick and I'll be right. And he's like, oh, hang on. Uh, there's a um there's a women's room. So he it is oh. not that one. So he like comes out from behind the counter. Now I'm regretting that I just didn't like hold it. Although I did have to drive to Van Nuys after oh, that, so I'm glad I went. So he's like, hang on, this is a women's restroom. So he comes out from behind the counter. He leads me down the length of the store into some... He had to go in this back office to grab this key for this 
for this restroom key with a giant like copper pipe. <laughs> Like hanging off the key right. and it was like, it's in here. Women love to steal those keys. <laughs> I was like, and it was like a weird supply closet slash like ladies oh my, room, I guess. Fucking because hilarious. I guess they don't want women to use the nasty ass urine soaked. Yeah. Man, like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's like a urinal in there and oh shit. Oh my God. It's like the wild west. It was crazy. Well, now we have a water closet for ladies back yeah, here. Like, and so, like, I come back out. Like, then I had to walk down the lane mm. with this crazy copper lead pipe. And then, you know, that was just, you know, Ferguson, baby. <laughs> That's just Ferguson, baby. That's Ferguson, baby. If you're not ready for that, don't go to Ferguson. <laughs> if you can't get down with the Ferg, if you can't get down with the Ferg. If you can't handle... Ferguson <laughs> at their lead, their copper pipe attached to the faraway ladies room. You don't deserve them at their go to Van Nuys. You can't handle the Ferg. You want me on that pipe. You need me on that. Do you think that movie holds up? Oh my God. We have so many watch alongs that we need I know. to do. We do. Like there's like, Two off the top of my head, and now this could be a third. Like, what are the other moments from that movie that you can remember other than... Like, Demi Moore, like, in her, like, gravelly voice phase. Being I'm like, in the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Navy? It was the, They were Navy... Yeah, right? They, they, he was like... I think it holds up. It's Aaron Sorkin. I mean... Mm, well, that's not that's all I've got. Something happened with the. Uh, uh. Janie is scooching over in her chair and making this crazy noise. Uh, uh. Uh, uh. I did No parking on the dance floor. <laughs> no parking on the dance floor. <laughs> I love that song. A million years ago, <laughs> I did th- I did a voice for this show on MTV called Super Adventure Team, and it was written by Dana Gould and Rob Cohen. And it was, a, it was a parody of the Thunderbirds. So they were like marionettes, right? There's an old 60s show called the Thunderbirds. Okay. And uh, it was a fun and weird experience. The pilot was a lot of fun. Adam West was in the pilot. And I got to work with him, which was really cool. And we did it like a regular old voiceover session for animation. Mm-hmm. And then somehow when it went to series, they did the animation with the puppets first. Mm-hmm. And then we had to match the timing of the puppeteers. Weird. Very weird. Very weird. And they had very specific weird takes on these characters, which was annoying and frustrating. But there was a... The guy who was the narrator was an older guy... Who's like obviously just like a voiceover guy, been around forever. I think his name was Irv. And they used to love to just write stuff for him to say in his classic, you know, narrator voice. Mm-hmm. And also it was fun to watch him say it because he was a little old man and it was always funny. Yeah. Like he didn't match his look. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like voiceover. But he was delivering it like with, you know, gravitas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or with urgency. And the one I remember the most. 
the most is. Super Adventure Team will return after these messages. Freakazoid Robot, report to the dance floor. <laughs> That's what made you think, because I said no parking on the dance yeah. Freakazoid Robot, return to the dance floor. Yeah. Did this show run? It ran for a year, and that was it. I have a tape of it somewhere. What's it called? Like a tape. Super Adventure Team. I think I digitized it, though. Oh, yeah, that was your COVID project, remember? That was my COVID project. I digitized all my VHS tapes. digitized everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my voice is bad lately. What do you mean? It's suffering. I need some vocal help. Like, do you feel something in your throat? Uh, like it's, um, strained mm-hmm. a little bit. I'm, sorry. I'm not like taking good care of it or, you know. Look, we've just been partying and yelling. Well, I'm A, <laughs> tired, B, mm-hmm. overusing, yelling, whatever, just whatever. It's like a free for all. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't nurture my voice because no one hires me to do acting. <laughs> so. <laughs> Watch that. Although maybe it's because I'm not nurturing. I don't know. Like the last couple auditions I sent in, I was like, ew, I have like, I sound like strained, like vocally, str- like blown out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, who cares? <laughs> people sound, <laughs> people sound like whatever on TV anymore. It's very true. Like they don't have, there's no like, uh, there's no like industry standard anymore. No, there, there used, used to, be. to be. Yeah. But there, it, I mean, it's better that, we don't have that anymore. I didn't hate it. When everyone talked like this? Yeah. Well, you can't go down there. Everyone will talk. I liked it. But what will people say if they see you <laughs> walking into that place? Like we're watching the feud with Capote. Oh, it's so good. Capote in the swamp. That guy is fucking Tom Hollander. Isn't it funny? I thought it was going to have Zendaya's boyfriend. Yeah, Spider-Man. thought Spider-Man was going to be playing like, Trooper oh, Capote. That, I did. Because you kept saying Tom Hollander like that. And I was like, oh, it's Zendaya's boyfriend. That's awesome. And you're like, no, it's Tom Hollander. <laughs> He's great, though. He's awesome. No one wanted to come to Thanksgiving. <laughs> so I had to go make a Thanksgiving of my own. <laughs> and of course, he beat me. He punched me in the face <laughs> in front of Joanna Carson. <laughs> and I put the vodka to my lips and it's Oh, it stung. Mother, you weren't there, but I knew you would see me. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it, too. I, I, I loved the first feud, and it had a much more traditional narrative mm-hmm. style than this one. Mm-hmm. And so I was a little like, mm, this is like jumping around, and they're being kind of artsy with shit. And... I don't know. It's it's um it's a big swing. It is, but it's I really like it. I, I think it's really well done. It's oh, really it's compelling. Well, well yeah. done. It's yeah, well yeah. designed and well acted. And, and it's an amazing cast. Our our friend Naomi Watts, we always love her and stuff. <laughs> she she's not really our friend. No, she's not really our friend. Yeah. But we We've not like met Naomi. One of those Watts. people when you I think like when you're in a Naomi. couple and you both she's like the Bay same Haley. actor. Yeah. Yeah. She's playing Babe Paley, and she's, like, kind of perfect for the, yeah. like, the way that... She's always really good. She's very good. She's always really good. Yeah. I, um... 
I'm interested to see how they're going to conclude the. But anyway, they are sort of like being very theatrical in their speech and kind of like speaking as if it were. What's the 1960s? Yes. And this is that sort of New York Mid Atlantic sort you know, like, socialite. I mean, do you honestly think Capote is going to make you the guest of honor? We'll make him suffer because justice must be served. <laughs> he will never be welcome in any penthouse again. I mean, if we remain a united front, it will <laughs> absolutely murder him. I have to say, the only person I think. That is not quite doing it for me as Chloe Seventy. I know you said that, but like she's so quintessential New York to me. I know, but I'm not. She's such the quintessential New York. I think Chloe Sevigny is such an interesting actress in I the sense too. that she can, she can play like the trashiest trailer mm-hmm. trash yeah. you've ever seen, mm-hmm. and the richest rich bitch mm-hmm. you've ever seen. Yeah. Like she does. I, that I think. I think she's very so versatile. Crazy. I think she's very talented, but. This dialogue, I'm not quite buying from her as I am from everybody else. Maybe because everybody else is older than she is. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I don't think she's bad. I don't think she's doing a bad job. She's. she's But it's just like I notice it when she's doing it, as opposed to when the other. Because we know she's sort of like a contemporary person, maybe or something. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Because she is so known as just Chloe Sevigny. So true. You know. Noted friend of Vincent Gallo. <laughs> I mean, is she really? She just wouldn't speak out against. She I just think didn't. she said that they're still friends. I don't know. I can't remember how she was diplomatic in her response about that. We never even talked about that, about his fucked up thing to yeah. do. What was it, the Boston Strangler? Well, explain it. Uh, no, it was. Um, the Golden State Killer. The Golden State Killer. He's and doing he the was, movie about the Golden State Killer. And he's having these auditions because I guess he's a producer on it as well. And he was telling these women who are auditioning to be victims, like, basically, you have to agree to let me do whatever I want and like, you have to do whatever I say. Like, basically, he was saying, like, I'm going to almost kill you. Yeah, I want you to be afraid for your life. And and so you have to be willing to like be violated. Yeah. And so that, because otherwise, like I want this to be so gritty and real that I'm, it's going to be like, I'm going to kill you. And you know what? Or something. Here's what I would say. (laughs) Nobody fucking wants that. Nobody wants that. You know what I mean? Nobody wants it to be that real. Nobody wants it to be that gritty. Nobody wants to, that, why would you do that? Like, it's bad enough that this happened in real life. What are you trying to show us? What is the point of it? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I hate shit like that so much. I also hate the thing of, I'm hiring you for an acting job, but I don't trust you to act, so I'm going to do shit to scare you. It's a double cuckoo. It's a double cuckoo all the way. What does this mean? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's like when directors or other actors will do shit to actors... It's always it's to like women or children, by the way. Always. It's always Sometimes to women. it's to other men. Sometimes. But that's, that's the exception. You don't exce- hear about that's that. That's rare. You don't hear about it as much. But it has happened. But it is like that thing of, that's not your job. That's not your job. Your job is not to make me scared. Your job is not to make me feel uncomfortable. Your job is not to make me feel anything. I'm an actor. That's my job. I'll take care of that. I mean, like, I'm, like, in my mind, like, imagining, like, Vincent Gallo holding, like, auditions or whatever. And, like, mm. 
they hire Julia Roberts to play a part on it. And he tells Julia Roberts, like, whatever. And she's yeah. like, yeah, no, I'm forget it. Yeah. Like you're, I won't. I don't know. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. so would he treat someone these, these women an A-lister that, yeah. like that is my because point. Because these, like, these women that auditioned, they had to be anonymous, you know, for the most part. Because they don't want to suffer repercussions. Well, and not only that, I mean, who's going to play like a day part on a movie for no, scale? No, I understand that. I'm saying that. Uh, we're saying the same thing. Is that, of course you wouldn't treat somebody like this if you didn't think yeah, you yeah. could get away with it. That's what I'm saying. It's like, so you would, you would probably respect an A-lister to the nth degree, a woman A-lister, but then some, like, just starting out person. Yeah. Like, you're going to terrorize like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the reason that Chloe Sevigny is connected to this story is because apparently she famously gave him a blowjob on film. Yes. And he probably said you had to do it. And I think it fucked up her relationship. Really? Something like that? Weird. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. But I think I don't, I've never seen the movie and I pray to God I never do. What is it again? Brown Bunny. What is it about? A blowjob? I have no idea. Yeah, it's about one (laughs) blowjob. No, I don't know what it's about. I don't know. The only Vincent Gallo joint you know I've ever what? seen. Maybe Matt Damon and Ben Affleck wrote the script, put an unnecessary blowjob scene in it, and someone forgot to take it out. Right. And then they said, you know what? This should be a whole movie. This is a callback to a previous episode, guys. Fun. Wait, you don't even know what it's about? No. The only movie of Vincent Gallo's that I've seen is something, was it Route 66? Buffalo 66. Okay, which now, is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Now I'm starting to think maybe I've never seen a Vincent Gallo. Like, no, why would you? But I don't know his oeuvre. <laughs> well, you have oeuvre? to know what genre of films he does. Which are blowjobs. I think he just does his own movies. I think he may have early on acted in other people's stuff, but... Is he, like, independently wealthy? What's his deal? Don't know. How does he make his money? Do not know. Is he, like, doing, like... Commercials for the Super Bowl on his on uh, that would be interesting. <laughs> that would be interesting. They all do it. They all do that. Here's a Super Bowl commercial where Sonic goes down on Shaq. <laughs> so messed up. All right. Do you have any recommendations for people? That's so messed up. Do you have any recommendations? Uh, so up. I think. I think. Well. I started a true crime book. Mm-hmm. I started a true crime book mm-hmm. that is interesting to me. Okay. So I don't know. Do you like it enough to recommend? That's all that matters. Well, it takes place in Charleston. Mm. And it centers around like fraternity life. Ugh. The worst. That's what I'm saying. Gross. There, so it's called like. With the bros or in the bros. So there's like some crazy shit that went down Mm -hmm. in Charleston. So I'm reading that and I kind of, I'm kind of like, I'm doing a little research about another project I'm working on Mm -hmm. that deals with the good old boys system. Mm -hmm. And I think this is going to be informative. Gobs. Gobs. The good old boy system. That's right. I'm working on a little project about the good old boy, but I'm writing a, 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 an 
a, a, a series. Mm-hmm. So, and it deals with that. So that's going to be mine for the moment. Okay. Other than that, I think I'm just surviving right now because, I don't know, Hollywood is shrinking. That's the whole thing because it, it's going through the contraction or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the whatever. So yeah, yeah. I don't even know. I might have to get a job at on the fucking, like, up on the boulevard somewhere. I You know, up in a store or taco shop or something. No. Because, like, I don't. It's going to be okay. We'll be okay. I mean, I keep saying that. We'll but, figure it out. <laughs> I can see. There's I mean, I guess I do that show, the Dynasty Typewriter show. Exactly. Make it a monthly. <laughs> um, I, well, if I can't, then I can't live stream it. If I develop a show and I put it out on the stage and I live stream it once. Oh, I was going to say you have to make spent. it different every month. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> um, I would I'm like to myself. recommend... <laughs> Uh, not only Feud, uh, but also Griselda on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to finish Griselda. We started binging it. Starring Sofia Vergara. It's by the makers of Narcos, which I love. You're a big Narcos booster. What? You were a big Narcos booster. I was a big Narcos booster. I, that season with, about Pablo Escobar, Mm -hmm. the actor was so amazing. Mm -hmm. First of all, he learned Spanish. Mm-hmm. He didn't even speak it. Because he was Portuguese or something? He Well, yeah, he spoke... Por- he's, he's Brazilian. He's Brazilian. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they speak Portuguese there. That's what I thought. But he Why? was saying... I don't know. <laughs> you know, that's a good question. Why do they speak French in, in Montreal? It's like that. Right, 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 right. It's like that. And in Belgium. Yeah, they're just like it's just little pockets of different. They gotta be. They gotta be different. They gotta be different. Um, I would also like to remind everyone that Variatopia is going on tour this year. Oh, the Variatopia. Variatopia, and it kicks off essentially at Lodrum in Los Angeles on Saturday, February twenty fourth. And guess what? Finally. We're going to be live streaming the Los Angeles shows. Oh, my gosh. Um, Lodge Room updated their Wi-Fi. <laughs> and so now it's possible. Very excited. So this will be the first one we're live streaming from L.A. And then we're hitting uh, a bunch of cities. We're going to Philadelphia, Cleveland, Brooklyn, Alexandria, Virginia, Waldeboro, Maine, Portland, Seattle, St. Paul, um, and others. And so you can go to pauleftompkins.com slash live for all the ticket links and the live stream stream? link. Yeah, live stream link is up there too. That live stream is happening when? The 24th. Saturday. Okay. Yes. Only only the LA shows will be live streamed. Because oh, so that's what I was going to ask you. Is that you say the tour kicks off in LA with this live stream show? We're calling it that, but it's kind of the year of the shows kicks off. Because that show that you live stream from LA is not the show that you're taking on the road. No, completely different show. Yeah. yeah, the show that you're taking on the road is not live streamed. That's right. Specifically because you're doing it only for live audiences. You don't want to for that, it. and also because I don't know. We did not investigate who has live stream capabilities and who does not. Uh, but yeah, we want to be able well, to do the also same show. You don't want to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it just makes it show. easier. We yeah, can't yeah. do a, a completely different show in every city. 
Right, because you're taking certain people. But well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you were going to live stream that show and retire it, you would mm-hmm. have to do it at the very end of the tour. That's correct, which maybe we will do. Right. But our final show in L.A. is in December, so that'll be our Christmas show. That's your Christmas show. Yeah. So you don't want to do that. So the live show, well, I mean, maybe it'll, it'll be documented the following year or something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, we don't want it to, like... You want to spend it, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to spend the year doing that show. Yeah, I and know. And then next year, if, we, if this is a success. But look, ticket sales have been really good so far. Oh, and, good. And, uh, you know, hopefully and you they're going to continue. you uh, gotten the word out. I mean, it just started getting the we word out. We just started getting the word out. And um, I would say if, you're, if you want to if you want to see us, uh, get your tickets soon. That's really cool and exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I'm really happy. I'm so happy. All right. Well, this has been our February episode, guys. Don't forget to sign up for the Substack, weekendwater.substack.com. And, you know, we all we have our premium option for that mm-hmm. content, but there's also a free option just to to like be kept up to date yeah, on things. Exactly. And, um it also like alerts you when the ad supported episodes come out. Oh and shit, an alert. Remember and the circle? <laughs> <laughs> And not only that, um, <laughs> if you want to like chat with other listeners, there's a comment section there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like want to chime in about the show, that's kind of where the conversation is happening. That's why we encourage people to sign up for the weekendwater.substack. Join the conversation. Join the conversation, guys. Sound off in the comments. Sound off in the comments. And until then, stay, stay safe. safe. Stay Stay sane sane and and stay stay strong. strong.